Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is Wrestling Chat with Friends. And no, do not adjust your screen. Megan, your favorite heel and heels is not here, but Cheats, two belts slash four belts, is here along with my main man, Ty. Ty, how you feeling? Yo, you've been on every single one of these shows. I, You have not missed a show yet. I have not missed a show yet. I feel like I don't want to let the team down. You know what I mean? I'm playing hurt. I'm in COVID isolation. You know this. I've already I've already talked about this, but the whole family is is in separate rooms. Uh, but I, I I'm still here, man, playing hurt. Dang, you can call me Kyrie. I'm only playing what I want to. <laughs> oh man so there we go ty Kyrie is in the building and let me say this ty you know what we've been on a hell of a run ty we just got started with this but we're on a hell of a run we've had some amazing amazing guests but i don't know if we have anyone i don't know if we've had anyone like this this is exciting this is exciting what we're about to do it's main event status it's it's Ooh, you know what? If this was a pay-per-view, what pay-per-view would this be, Ty? How do we rank this one? It's got to be one of the big four. It's got to be, uh, you know what? This WrestleMania. This WrestleMania season. This, this, ah. Wrestle, this, this Wrestle Kingdom right now. All right. All right. All right. Well, well, you Dome know what? Right Wrestle now. Kingdom is, is three days now. We got three <laughs> illustrious guests from the Black Wrestling Podcast. We're excited, excited, excited. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm introducing the pod for the first time tonight. You can check us out at some other point. Um, what's up? It's your boy Cal, representing RockTheDev.com, Black Wrestling, and all points in between. As y'all can see, at least a couple of the squad is on a separate line. Please say what's good to the people, y'all. Yo, ill fam, seven ninety your social media choice, man. Uh. Where's Buffy podcast at Where's Buffy on all social media, a.k.a. Uh, Il Goldberg, Il Cosby, <laughs> the Iliad, because it's a real long story. <laughs> I am your reigning predictions champion, Davis, a.k.a. Drip, the stat guy for BRP, the J white boy. Yeah. Drip Shouts housing. to Matt Damon. Shouts to Drip Matt Damon. Housing. 1854. <laughs> Let's let's get right into the question about the belt. If you're watching anywhere visual, Drip has Drip has the belt. And he just he just dropped off, but yeah. he has the belt. If anyone is familiar with these gentlemen and their podcast, the, the belt has become a, a, a real fixture uh in the Black Wrestling Podcast. Trip, tell us about the belt, why you're the champion, how it moves along. Well, we had started keeping track of the, uh, the predictions when I joined kind of, you know, after the fall of 2020, but we really didn't get the belt till the summer of last year and Kyle was the inaugural champion. Mm-hmm. Math had purchased the belt because, you know, we had kind of, I had, I had won a few and was like pumping my chest, you know, like I normally do, I get, you know, Full of confidence, like, yeah. And then Kyle's like, I don't give a fuck. Well, fans don't just like, I don't. Fan like really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Fans <laughs> like to see a Naito. He's just like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> but once we had the physical title, it became more of like, oh, 
you want to win this. Again, Pam's just like, no, no. But me, Cal, and Math, especially Math, dressing up. I mean, I just dress good every week, but Math got into it. Tony Brown, Cal did the whole, like, I don't have to show it until I got to show it. And, like, I mean, we went to Jobber Tears, uh, those wrestling girls, Jobber Talk, and Cal was there with the belt taking pictures. People were posing with the belt. So it's become a side after item in the wrestling community. I mean, Graham from the Public Enemies podcast shouts to him. And them as well. He wanted a shot at the title after I put it up against Spam with the Niners versus the Cowboys. Obviously, That's I was funny. successful. Uh, he was, and he's a Packers fan. He's like, we should run it with Cow uh, with Niners and Packers. I'm like, it's Aaron Rodgers in the playoff. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you. I mean, <laughs> but I, mean, I would still be champ if I did that, and I'll still be champ after this weekend. Yeah, we'll so, see. so, so, Fam, why do you not care about the belt? <laughs> That's it, because it seems like everybody cares about the belt, but everybody is very clear to say you do not give a damn about this belt. It's because I'm the only baby face on the podcast. <laughs> That's, That's the biggest lie ever. I'm the only baby face on the podcast. Now, I run a little tweener, however, never full heel. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's babies watching. So, gentlemen, we start our show with my with father's a, watching with a question uh, that we ask everyone every week, uh, and it is probably the most um, normal and relevant wrestling question you're going to get on this entire podcast. So, we got to ask you what you're popping for this week in the world of wrestling. What, what, as you look back over the last week, what, what are you popping for? I'm going to start with Ty. Uh, to give our guests some time, Ty, this entire week that, that was or coming up, what are you popping for in the world of wrestling? And one of the hottest people out in wrestling right now, Matt Cardona, has been doing the damn thing. Mm. Mm. Doing the damn thing. Coming for those belts in GCW. Coming for those belts in NWA. Coming mm. for them. He's like the he's trying to get this belt collector thing going off. I'm loving it. I want to see him slap Jordan Grace in the face. That's what I want to see. <laughs> and we just had that GCW show at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Matt Cardova uh, just embracing what he is, which is the the biggest of the the biggest of the heels, and never you know has really come into his own. So that GCW show, shout out to them, Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, really, really amazing visual. If you seen the visual of that, yeah. um, it looked crazy. It, it gave you. Everybody tries to say, like, I understand all the comparisons. Everybody tries to do ECW in, in different types of ways. Yep. What GCW has done, very respectfully, by the way, it's been respectful, but it is the closest thing you are going to get to what ECW in, the, in its prime looked like. And I, it looked I, amazing. Oh, I, go ahead. I'm, go ahead, Cal. Jump in here. I'm sorry, I, I, don't, I don't know where I saw it. Shout to whoever created the, the image. I have to find it at some point. But they should. It, it was two columns. And it was one. It was like back then. And it was WWE, WCW, ECW. Then it's like today, WWE, AEW, GCW. I mean, look, looking at them in the hammer. So, I mean, he had the GCF and W shirt on. I was watching the... Uh, yeah. The, I was watching it earlier, but uh, just the the way the crowd, because the crowd felt like it was its own thing. They was what was it? Who was they screaming "fuck you" to? Who was they oh. saying "fuck you" to? Oh, had to be the Matt Cardona. Yeah, it was the Matt Cardona. Yeah, it was it was it was the Moxley yeah, yeah, match. It was the, right before in the Moxley. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or the old dude, the, the fake Harvey Wolfman looking dude. <laughs> Who the fuck? I forget the name. They, but they were, they were out. They were. I don't want to say they was going into business for themselves, but they were. It was that crowd that really fucks with the Federation. So they're gonna, there's ride or die for the, the the brand as well as the people who are, you know, giving giving them entertainment in the ring. Right. Right. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. So that's a, that's a great one. Um, moving up. Let's go around. Let's go around. Fam, in the world of wrestling, what were you popping for this week? Uh, forbidden Door promos. Oh. like that. Uh, it's been a great deal Ooh. of folks mentioning each other, cross brands. Um, most notably, of course, we got uh, Seth actually calling Moxley Moxley and not Dean, which I thought was dope. Um, just everybody's mentioning everybody. And I, I saw uh, an, uh, a piece of an interview with Miz this week where he uh, said that MJF isn't a less popular Miz. He's a right. um, he's, he's a uh, amazing, amazing pro wrestler who, who can do promos. And he's only 25 years old. He said he's way, way more advanced than he was at that age. But yep. said, basically said he's his own man. Don't do don't don't do the whole. Uh... <laughs> Look, I know. Look, I know we're wrestling heads. We're never wrestling heads. So, it was, I mean, uh, hip hop. Excuse me, hip hop heads. Excuse me. I know we're hip hop heads as well. So it reminded me of that that whole, uh, you know, a, a ghost face ghost type guy face saying, action. "Don't say, yeah. don't say, I sound like action," and vice versa. <laughs> it was one of those type of moments where it was like, "Hey, they're their own individual. There might be some similarities, but they're their own person." So uh, eventually, I, what's going to happen then is that uh. Uh, MJF's gonna step out of line, and Miz is gonna be talking over some Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Talking about he's gonna cut some bacon <laughs> off said, of, uh, MJF's you, I'll back. I let you live. I let you live. So uh, let's go with. Uh, I don't know if we got it, Cal. What was you? What were you popping for this week? This I I wasn't planning on watching AEW this week, um, and oh, I beach wasn't blast? beach blast. I, yeah, I I didn't know it was beach. Whatever, I didn't know they was beach at the break. beach. Yeah, it, in Cleveland. In right. Cleveland, Makes sense. um, but uh, I I, I also well, wasn't ex- some beaches in Cleveland. <laughs> I I also black wasn't beaches, expecting beaches. <laughs> he kept going. He kept going. He kept going. <laughs> I I wasn't expecting to care about uh, a Cody Rhodes match, but when I saw Cody and Sammy on top of those ladders, and Sammy said, "Oh, we about to hit this cutter right now," and the he flopped like a fish. They did. That shit was hard though. That's probably that was the when I, I would it was much better than Sammy doing that uh that yeah, the, uh, the, the, the flip the, the flip Jeff Hardy spot. Swanton. Yeah, yeah, that looked the Swanton didn't go well. But the, ugly. But, but the cutter went great. The cutter went great. Sa- Sammy Guevara, uh, um, I saw there were some people talking about was it fam, it was you and Phil, right? Y'all was talking about or was, who was somebody was talking about how um stifling. Um, Jericho has been for guys like uh, um, Santana and Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. And uh, oh, no, seeing but, uh, but Sammy Guevara can't cut a promo without cue cards. Let's relax. I'm like, is Sammy <laughs> you, Guevara being fine. held back? But that's like fine. Drip. He doesn't have I to like do. Drip. He likes as, drip. So we as did. long as as long as he's, he can get some bars off. If he got to be the new sign guy, Dudley. He's going up to a guy and calling someone an asshole. He can't talk. No, but guess what? Guess what? I I didn't have to hear him talk before the match, and he was my favorite match of the night. I didn't need the cue cards thing either. I I probably I don't think I need to hear Sammy Guevara talk. He's he's going to go in that ring and do the damn thing every time. Right now, that's really all I need from him. So cue cards. 
whoever the dude, L.E.O., whoever was had the mask on. I don't care about none of that shit. But Sammy in the ring. I he get give me the give me that Sammy Guevara bell to bell all night so, all so night. We did we did a rate the wrestler on every episode. We might not do it tonight because we don't might not have time. But on every episode we do a rate the wrestler and we use the the source. You know how the source magazine, the hip hop bible, has the five mics. Right. We use the five belt method, okay. and so we oh. do in ring, uh, mic work and personality. Sammy Guevara was one of our first. I actually was very high on Sammy. Ty, very low on Sammy. Very low on Sammy. And he, he fell in between. He fell in between. That's the obvious yeah. thing. He fell Everything in between. Else is a, yeah. I was yeah. high on. Drip, what were you popping for this week? You know, it was tough to figure out. There's a whole bunch, but I mean, I really think I got to go with AJ Styles, still showing that he's AJ Styles. I mean, oh. it's been, I mean, the 2000s, the 2010s, yeah. and now we're in the 2020s. And he's still the phenomenal one. I mean, he might be a little bit slower. He might be weathered, but he can still do it. He's amazing. He's amazing. That, that You know what? That is a great what we're popping for this week. Um, man, that's exciting. I'm trying to think if I should go – if I should go AEW or go back to the Indies. You know what? I'm going to go – Do both. No, no, no. I'm going to go back – because I like what uh, Kyle said about um, the conversation that that a lot of people have been having about is Jericho stifling members of the inner circle. And they're doing something now with Santana and Ortiz, Pride and Powerful, that I actually really like in AEW. They need, they need to give those boys a real run. They need to give yes. them a run, give them a title, uh, give them that, that shot. And they, I think they need to get from up under Jericho to do it. And I think this whole Jericho Kingston, you're holding these boys back. I think that I love this angle. I don't, I don't know if they're going to bring it home. I don't know if they're going to lay in the plate. But if they, if they're able to elevate Pride and Powerful, give them the, not to mention Santana was just on Terminus uh, a right. couple weeks back, which got me real excited. Um, you know, he's going with, he's going to go with Jonathan Gresham one on one. At the next tournament show, um, at the twenty fourth. Yes, but yeah. but Santana and Ortiz, I love everything they're doing right now, uh, and well, I, I want said. them. I want them with Kingston. Do do they have um? Do they have enough dance partners in AEW? Santana and Ortiz, absolutely. Their tag division, their tag division has the talent. It's just AEW has. I think I I don't know, Ty. What do you think? I think the biggest problem with AEW is that they don't have enough television hours for the talent that they have. Uh, I, look, I think if you give them more television hours, it will turn into a third hour of Raw, which it, nobody wants. It, it probably will. The, the issue, the interesting thing is that talent is going, that you're already starting to see it. They are going to have, not WWE level, but they are going to have contract expirations over the next mm -hmm. six months that will... I think a lot of people are going to be upset, but I also think it's going to thin the herd in the sense of how how they start to make their placements. The, the, I think the short answer to your question is that tag division at AEW has enough dance partners. Do they utilize the dance partners that they have? They got folks on under contract. They ain't been in TV in weeks, and they just haven't. They just found Jay Lethal from when, when, when they saw them. Uh, I think I so, think Swall gave them those directions. Right. <laughs> and, and I think, I think Turn left, just keep going. Right. 
I said this a few weeks ago, but what sucked about Phoenix dislocating his arm was I thought we were going to get Santana Ortiz versus Lucha Bros next and run right. back the few that they had an impact. It was kind of most obvious direction after them and FTR had their feud. I, I think you're right. But I also think the best thing, they wouldn't have done it for the belt. They, 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 the belts are going to be somewhere else because that's how AEW, uh, AEW does. However, the interesting thing about that particular feud was that feud didn't need doesn't need the belts the same way they're that, also heightened it make Santa's need that to again they need to be those guys to become champs to solidify I'm themselves. Right. I think so. the belts. That's that's yeah. the yeah. end the of the story. I think the belts yeah. are the end of that story. I think the right. matches are going to be the story right. in in what they do because they get busy. They mm. get busy, gentlemen. Let me let me. Speaking of getting busy, that's a perfect transition to talk about what has been a journey i'm talking about a real journey when it comes to the world of this podcasting this media space uh doing what we like to talk about which is highlighting some of the underrepresented uh unheralded um mis misrepresented also um talent in the world of wrestling the black wrestling podcast i checked and you guys are well over 270-something episodes. It yes. spans over a half a decade now. I need to know the story. The people need to hear the story. Um, how did this come together? How did this illustrious crew come together and really build, which is something that is really special in this space, gentlemen? So congratulations. But I, I need Thank to hear you. the origin story. You, from from the beginning, from the beginning, begin, from the right. beginning, from the beginning. I got bit by a spider, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah. So and then your uncle. This, well, I, I'm gonna try and go back as far as I can. And family vouch for this, okay? I used to have this little hip hop blog called rock, RockTheDub.com, and I would write about music. I'd write about a lot of different things, stuff I was into, and I would post wrestling content on there, and. I, there were t some days where I was like, damn, I'm posting a lot more wrestling content than I am, like, evening it out. So let me start a blog. So I, I, I grabbed blackwrestling.blogspot.com was originally the site. And uh, through my dealings with, um, you know, posting independent hip-hop performers, I, I met Fam. Fam was sharing music. I don't know if uh, that person wants to know. He was, put, he was trying to get his people's music Math. out there. Math hey. at Math Damon. Not me, not um, me. If anyone was not Drip. We didn't know Drip yet. <laughs> but so we, uh, rap career. <laughs> me <laughs> and Fam like and Matt, we were cool at like, like we were cool. And with the invention of Twitter, like Monday nights, you know, we if we were watching Raw, we we would talk wrestling all the time. This was years ago, 2008, 2009 type shit. So I was keeping up the blog, but at some point I was like, I want to like, I, I don't have the time to do all of the writing. What if I like started a podcast? So at my job, I was working this trash customer service job. I would go, I would walk, I would print out like, you know, wrestling.com pages, whatever stuff I wanted to talk about. And I would take them. I would like take a quick break. There was this dumpster right across from the parking lot. I would go out by the dumpster. I'll record into my BlackBerry. I had a BlackBerry. Uh, was it a curve? It was a minute ago. I had a BlackBerry. I, I, I was recording segments. Blackberries. Facts. I, I would record segments. I get home. I chop them up. I put some like, you know, some new action Bronson or, or whatever I was feeling hip hop wise. And I made like a little 
trashy podcast. It, it ran for maybe like four. It ran until it ran for about a year, almost a year. I got a job, the job I'm still currently at now. And I knew at that point I wasn't going to be able to go to the dumpster and make this little podcast every week. Um, so I shut it down. I shut it. This was about September of 2012. I, I, I reluctantly wow. shut it down. Um, and I guess it was in 2017. There was in, in, in the interim of that, you know, fam mentioned where's Buffy to where's Buffy podcast him, his people's down in Maryland. They, they, they had, they were doing very well. They were, they were, they, they, they were putting on, it, it was crazy because I didn't really know they were doing all this and to see the finished product, you know, years later was like, damn, they really, you know, went to the lab and, and, and they figured it all out. Um, coincidentally, you know, fam and math were having conversations on the side. Like we want to talk about pro wrestling, but the Buffy isn't really the venue for it. Um, and I, I, fam is always the idea, man. And, and fam hit me one day. He was like, yo, um, what would you think about either having us take on the black wrestling name and do a podcast or you coming on and us trying to figure something out and Royal Rumble was coming. You know, we, we said, you know, maybe let, let's try and record it. You know, let, let's, let's figure out a time. It was late was probably drinking a little too much by the time we started, you know, press the record. But, uh, and like I said, we, ne we never interacted on the phone. Like the first episode of the podcast is literally the first time we got on the phone to say, hi, my name is Cal. Hi, my name is fam. Hi, my name is Mav. Wow. And what that Kurt Angle was coming back. Uh, I think we talked, maybe Jimmy Snooker might've been in the hey, news. Jimmy and, Snooker was a big part of that episode. I heard, we heard, and, I heard and, that episode today. And, and the rumble was happening that weekend. So we did, a, it's funny now that we have a predictions title because we the, the, the really, this iteration against, I call it season two and season two is much better. Season one is cool, um, but you know, they, they had a lot of work to do. So we got the season two and it's much, much more high quality. Um, but we've always been about, you know, at least tracking pay-per-view to pay-per-view. So it's been, you know, um, three and a half years of just, fam math and myself doing an audio version um with the pandemic and zoom and skype we were learning how to you know we were at least interacting visually but i think um it was the summer 2020 is when we happened upon Streamyard, and uh we which allowed shout us out to, brian h waters shout yeah. out brian h waters at the wrestling realm uh putting us on to to that wonderful piece again it is whether it's restream stream or whatever it is it's it's just different skins on getting mm -hmm. your faces and your audio out there on youtube and twitch wherever you guys stream um and that started to pick up and we would start to do lives and we were starting to interact with what was becoming a, as you guys know a growing podcast community over the last couple i guess four or five years at this point realistically um and there was one particular pay-per-view Sunday we were watching on Zoom with Drip, and uh, we did a live like days later. I, I, I was I was dead asleep. I don't remember what pay-per-view it was because I was asleep. Right. That was backlash. That that that, that was the greatest wrestling match. I ever. fell asleep. I, I definitely fell asleep. <laughs> um, we did a live, and um, I made a joke after the live because Drip was in the chat, just like you know, giving stats. He or he was like, you know, interacting, talking to us, whatever. Then that week, he gave us like stats. He he, he gave me an iPhone note screen grab of just you know the stats that he took from listening and, and interacting with the podcast. 
And, you know, we made the last uh, Thursday of every month diversity day. We would have Drip come on live and be our stat guy. It went from once a month to every week. And now this man's the predictions champion. It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, that's literally the, the last five years <laughs> the of the podcast of in a nutshell. A white man. Yeah, how about that? How about that? How about that? So that's an that's an amazing start, and and it's not it that is not dissimilar from how you hear a lot of podcasts are. You, there's there's folks that are tracking, they're checking it. Very similar to Ty, myself, Megan, how we all got together. It's like, oh, you like wrestling too? Let's talk right. about it. But what you gentlemen and the team has managed to build is not uh what's the word common. You guys right. have started to build a community. I'm looking at, look, I'm looking at fam's WrestleMania style black wrestling shirt. And I'm looking at uh, Kyle's like public enemy style. And it's like, how was it always kind of the goal to bring in a community? Like, or it was, uh, you, you looked around one day and was like, yo, this is really, yeah, we got something. When did that hit for, for the podcast? When did that so, hit? I, I kind of think it it kind of morphed into like a, a voice of the voiceless thing. It, it, it started like that too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's definitely an underrepresented, like I didn't, you know, like you get, when you're coming up as a, as a kid, like watching wrestling, there is the stage where everybody watches. Then you're that weird kid that still watches, right? And, <laughs> and we've all been that weird kid. And then you then you get to be that weird grown-up that still watches. Like, nigga, you still, for real? With the, and they start mentioning old people. Brutus Beefcake, nah, nigga, like, you get a whole lot of, and you, there's, there's a whole lot of, um, I guess, people kind of putting you on an island of, you're a, a wrestling fan, right? But then you're a black wrestling fan of, you know, whatever age. And you're like, man, uh, there's got to be other. And when you start to find other people, and that's with social media mostly, you're like, oh, it's other folks that have the same opinions that don't want to keep seeing those, uh, you know what I mean, light-skinned champions or, 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 or worse. You know what I'm saying? And you want to. And you start to going back and forth, and then you realize oh, I can talk a little bit. People kind of like my opinion, so I mean, I like my opinion. So it's it's a thing where you 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 merge things. Like we we were already in the media game, um, we were already doing um, Wiz Buffy. Cal, of course, was, was out here talking to a by and a mother. You know what I'm saying on the intro net. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like he was, you know what I mean? Like Cal, you know what I mean? He like next week he might be talking. You don't never know. You never know. No, you know. I mean, I think he got an interview with Ralph Lauren next week. Yeah, I talk to him tomorrow. No, I don't. Put him put in the good word. Tell him yeah, yeah, facts, facts, something. So we're in a unique time period right now. I think where, for lack of a better term, black wrestling is at a height that it's never been before in regard to interest, in regards to the number of talent that's being recognized. Um, there's just the number of podcasts. There's this weird thing now that's happening. I don't know if it's weird. It might be just welcome that 
black wrestling is at an all-time high and the fact that you gentlemen have always centered that underrepresented voice um you've centered black wrestling from the indies up to the majors um you've had a lot you've had folks just recently shane taylor and others on the show so the question is how are y'all embracing this because it's one of those things where it's like we've been talking about like there's a there's a there's a way where honestly you guys could be resentful in the sense that it's like, oh, now everybody's catching on. We've been talking about this for a minute, but now everybody wants to talk about black wrestling. That's funny. Or it funny. could be right place, right time. Like, this is our moment. Let's seize this moment. How do y'all look at the, the idea that black wrestling in particular is at an all-time high with fans? Seems like that's an all-time high with talent. And this is something that you have based your history on. I, uh, I love it. I um part of again part of starting the blog itself when because I didn't want to just post all the wrestling like I, I didn't want it to be uh a, a, my favorite stories from the dirt sheets in one place it was really designed to highlight what was going on with black folk you know there I've, I've done different series where it was like all the blacks all the black people you saw on Smackdown this week and it'd be like three matches or it'd be like two matches in a segment or whatever, um, you know, or highlighting stories like, you know, RIP New Jack, you know what I mean? I remember not really, I, I was, for some reason, I was following New Jack on Facebook. I don't remember how mm. I even knew that he had a Facebook, but he would just go on rants about, you know, whatever female uh, former worker he was dealing with at the time. And nobody would report on this stuff or you wouldn't really see that many spots report on it. So you had to have an outlet for that. Um, but a lot of it was because growing up, you could count on one hand how many black people you would see on a WWF Saturday afternoon show, let alone on the pay-per-view, let alone being any type of real threat to a championship before actually being a champion. So being able to have a year where Bobby Lashley and Biggie and Bianca and Sasha and Trisha Dora and Shane Taylor and Chris Beck. There's so many names, Lee Moriarty, mm -hmm. Jay Cargill, Big Swan. Like there's so many people that every week we get to see do fly stuff or are working towards getting to that level. Shouts to Darius Lockhart. Um, it's it's important to it, it, again if we're going to be black wrestling and there's a time where black wrestling draws is the hashtag that's trending on Twitter. I can't be I can't be resentful. I can only be appreciative because I wish I was that little kid who could look at Raw and, and see fucking Big E dancing around in the ring and then go be the champion at the end of the night. Like, come on, I, I the wrestling fan in me from back then is was dreaming for a day like this. So I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I love that we're able, I, again, we, we may have been a little ahead of the curve again. I think a couple of, you know, a number of us were yeah, no, kind of moving towards that. It's a community, but it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's good to see that manifest. What are you going to say, Drew? The BRP 50 and math creating that again, to spotlight, not just the stars in the mainstream, but the stars that you might not know on the Indies and that are coming up. So when you see them on your TV, you'll know who they are. And you can then find out all these other hidden gems across not just the country, the world and all over. And I think that kind of shows not to speak for math, but like, again, how this has always been here, but it, it wasn't showcased. 
Right. And with the merch, it's paying homage to the limited heroes of the youth. There are how many Bad News Brown t-shirts were there? How many Nation shirts were there? Whereas now, because of the stars of today, of Bianca, Bobby, Big E, kids now will be able to see that. But it's still, it's a struggle with, with it in certain areas. I mean, with airtime and exposure and all that. But that's kind of thing, what Matt's mission is with the BRP 15, especially the merch, is to pay homage yeah. and to recognize, most importantly, the incredible talent that's always been overlooked. And, and I, I do want I want to piggyback on that just to say that a lot of that is also just because we're always trying to be different. If we see the community doing like like the reason the BRP 50 list even started was because and everybody for those who don't for those who don't know, explain the BRP 50. The BRP 50 every Juneteenth will be going on the fourth annual this year. Um, we drop a, 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 our 50 list of the best black professional workers currently in the ring today, currently working in the ring today. Um, indie, mainstream, men, women, you know, we don't discriminate, LGBTQ, all, everybody is represented. If you're a dope pro wrestler who's active in, in, in that calendar year for our, our, our ranking, you're on the list. We did that because we saw a lot of the, a lot of the community, everybody around Black History Month, it's over, gonna post Black wrestlers every day. We want to talk about black wrestlers all the time. So we I'd done that before. And we kind of, you know, said, you know, we'll step back from that. We've done a couple of other things on the podcast, but the BRP 50 outside of the merch is really the first thing where we were like, we uh, want to want to do something. We wanted to make plaques. We I mean, you know, I don't know what these other institutions do, but right, right, we right, had right. big plans for that inaugural year. And uh, the the as it's growing, we're, we're, we're adding a. a the way it looked this year is going to be way different and way better than what you saw last year, which shitted on what it looked like the year before. So uh, again, Juneteenth, 2022, get ready for that. You just want to say something, fam? I think just for us, like for me, it it's really been a selfish thing. Mm. Like we all said, we didn't see ourselves in things. If you've ever been any creator that's talked to me personally, one-on-one, I always say, yo, keep going, keep pushing because I want to hear that content. Like, I want to subscribe to your show because it's going to be different from you all show. It's going to be different from our show. It's going to be different from Black Announce Table, Java Tears, Public Enemies, you know what I'm saying, and all those folks. And the cool part is you get, like, by pushing each other, you get a bunch of different perspectives, and it kind of it teaches you something, right? And so even you get the entertainment, but you also get a bunch of perspective from different folks, man. Because like I said, nobody knew my perspective when I was the weird kid still watching wrestling. Now we know all of those perspectives and then some. Jump in here, Todd. What you got for him? So, you know, y'all, I, I know, fam, you said you were the only baby face on the show. Uh, sometimes sweeter, you know. On the show, I seem to be the heel. I know that Megan. He's the heel on this show. He's the. He is definitely the heel on this. So as, as the only babyface, you find the other two like jumping in on you, and I find myself on this show. <laughs> He's also the I, only pro WWE guy on the show, so that's. Uh, I'm not even a WWE guy. No, it's just we're we're so anti. It's not that we're anti WWE, but it's we're hard on WWE. He's he, he has to play devil's advocate. I always tell people it's the reason the reason why you you hear so much 
dumping on WWE from both the folks who lean AEW and the uh the the still loyal WWE fans is AEW folks are still in that honeymoon phase. Oh, you know what I mean? She still wear the yep. little outfit sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you know what I mean? You're like all right. And then the, the, the WWE fans, oh, you wearing them big girls again? Like they still they can <laughs> they can trash AEW, but they'll also be like, all right, man, I don't I don't need this third hour. We didn't need almost coming out. Like, big brunch boots like you know what i'm saying like we are still willing to kind of talk about the one we still love it's it's the death star man that's what it is it's the yankees it's 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 they they're they've been winning for so long and the it's just it's an easy target and, and the and let's just be frank like wwe has done a whole lot of things that are stereotypical, gimmicky. You know, I'm not convinced that the McMahons are great people. That I don't, you know what I mean? I'm so I'm convinced. I'm convinced that they are not. However, <laughs> I'm also sure <laughs> that the star, the, uh, the son of the billionaire that runs the other but guy the, the is a scumbag right, right. too. Hey, like I, they're all scumbags. Uh, hey, he all he told he told I'm Big Swole that he's a minority. He can't be racist. He told Big Swole we got two not what do you say two non-white people. Him and another. Yeah, we got two brown people. <laughs> right, running yeah. the show. You start so to you know like the does. exact amount. I understand. He, he said me and my right. homegirl. That's what he said. Right, Ty, what you got? I mean, uh, going piggyback on that inside the chat, you even put in there, or it was either you or Megan. Why Hook got more single wins? I did. The and there was that graph, male so the graphic, black roster. So the graphic came out this week <laughs> that Hook is four and zero on AEW television, and that is more single wins than any single black competitor in all of AEW. And the, the interesting, the so. It's one of those things where it's you the look first at night it. she wore them other drawers. The right. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where you look at the list and you say, man, they do have a lot of black talent because they show them all men and women. Yeah. And then you realize that none of them have four single wins. Yeah, they're all down there. Scorpio, yeah, they're all Scorpio, down there. Scorpio Sky got four wins. Dante Martin got four wins. Ricky, Jay like, on does. television. Oh, yeah. Jay yeah, Cargo got that belt. Yeah, um, and it speaks to her star power again. Much, and I think the similarities between Jay Cargo and Hook, which is the Goldberg comparison as well. Those are two people that AEW are trying to build up from scratch, mm -hmm. so they can be their stars in three years from now at the top of the card. So, so they'd have to start somewhere. So the graphic must have been all men. Was Ty was the graphic all? It was men? all. It was. It, yeah, because it, was it wasn't Jay. Jay wasn't. Yeah. In Jay wasn't on there. Notice, notice when they're doing what they do. We see them more Fridays than we do Wednesdays. And yeah. that's because they know Fridays is the future. And then you, you still got to watch these white boys argue over. Yeah, uh, baby. Chicago uh, and Jersey. Again, like they pushed out Leo <laughs> Rush, who should be one of the, no, okay, hold on. Really so, one of the four. He gone. Look, I don't want to blame the point because we got, we got more questions to go back to. But I do <laughs> have to say, I do have to say, I am a huge, huge we talk about this all in chat all the time there's not a bigger fan of Leo Rush talent than me something is going on with Leo Rush I'm talking the world about ain't crazy huh? the world ain't crazy, you saying the world isn't crazy, it's something uh, else I'm, I'm, are you, are you trying to say that Leo Rush no. is AB? 
Yeah, it, 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 it might be. I think, I think Leo Rush is misunderstood to the majority of people that we would consider uh, reasonable and competent. He is misunderstood by those folks. And I don't know if there is a scenario in any situation where Leo Rush will feel understood and appreciated while he is in this iteration of his self. Because, right, here's the thing. We talk about music all the time. We talk about music. Leo Rush wants to be a musician and a music star. He happens to wrestle. He is a very, very talented wrestler. He knows that. That pays the bills. If Leo Rush could make money doing his music and not having to worry about ever putting on wrestling boots again, we would never see Leo Rush in a wrestling ring. Someone tell Leo Rush that rappers don't make good money. That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. A very good point. I want to be a paid podcaster, but I still got to work my fucking seven. Hey, and Leo Rush, he's going to be a a terminus. He was just in New Japan. But the thing is, uh, and I know this, I know this from good authority from uh, somebody that follows wrestling much closer than I do. I think New Japan wanted to make Leo Rush a very big star. And I think asked him for a year. It might have even been six months. They might have asked him for a year or six months. And Leo was like, nah. I got to go like, on tour. Nah, yeah. It's, was it's, that, the first, re- was that the first retirement? Nah, no, I don't that's the second. That's like the second or third. That's a second. Because he was supposed to have a career ending injury. He was. But he's back. He's wrestling. He's wrestling. Yeah. Like I said, he's going to be a terminus. I know Leo Rush is extremely talented. I also think Leo Rush is extremely misunderstood. I mean, um, I mean, how many how many people from D.C. and Maryland do you know have got sense? We ain't got we ain't got much sense. Oh, I'm from Prince George's County. I'm from PG County. I'm Moxon Hill. I know we ain't got no sense. Nah, these Moxon Hill niggas ain't right. You said y'all a different breed. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. But hey, man, next time you swing by the outlets out there, holler at me, man. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what is uh, what is the future? What I know because we're running up on time, and I know um, you guys got a whole lot to do tonight. We are so excited about what you built. Um. And now that y'all are in the position that you're in, what what does the future look like for Black Wrestling? Uh, like Drip said, maybe uh, getting some type of consistent chicken to help uh, further the cause as well as um, make us feel a little better about spending so much time investing in uh, these, again, these, these rich people that don't really care about us anyway. Um, oh, they for- care. They care. Do remember we got that shit. Hey, hold, 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 hold on, that's a whole story. What happened? Oh, oh so you see that? Hey, hey, hey! If you were, uh, we hey, drip, this. if you would drip, if you would remove that uh, uh, title that you have. Oh my goodness! Yeah, drip. Yeah, drip. drip. Can you? Would, yeah, can you please me, put your title down yeah, for a you second? Show, you show us the, the the shirt you got on, right? So somehow, wow. some way. This piece of black wrestling merch found its way to a young lady uh, uh, named Sasha Banks who that posted happened. it on her, uh, her 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 IG stories on a Sunday morning. Happy birthday, by the way! Isn't she yeah, happy belated. Yeah, she just had a birthday. And 30? um, yeah, 30. <laughs> exactly. And 30. 
so you know we had to wear with all go ahead and, you know because they weren't on sale at the time yeah that's that, that, i don't know if y'all can oh, see that, that that's that, heat we can oh, see this that. this was uh this was thunderdome era this was yeah. this was uh, this was a friday we got that on a sunday or we got that on like a saturday a sunday and, morning uh, it was, it, was it was a Sunday morning. Um, um the, the the sales went through the roof. Um the Sa- yeah, Sasha yeah, Banks effect is real. It, uh, well, yeah. it, it well that no, that's what happened. The, the the picture went up, we shared it, we just happened to be taking pre-orders. Um shouts out to the pre-orders being done, but then you know, that Monday morning there was a nice email in the inbox saying, Hey, um, <laughs> we saw all this stuff. Um, take it down now. And uh big cartel was like, uh, yeah, we 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 don't want no no problem. So we said we sorry. And wow. uh, but yeah, that happened. That happened. Yo, that's we can't the sell, worst. We, we we can no longer sell this one either. This is all yeah, sold. no, yeah, that one got dropped too. Yeah, yeah they, was, they oh, went through they went through all the images was like that they, one is no more, <laughs> that one is no more. You're cool. That yeah. one is no more. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the infamous Hogan X uh, uh, hoodie, perfectly okay with them. Yeah, yeah, that I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, the shouts out to the Red X. But I will say, if anybody's interested in any of this merch, we don't have anything right now. But um, cheap plug at Black Rassel on IG, Absolutely. spelled just Absolutely. like this, no spaces or anything. Um, that's usually the first place you'll see any type of news on any type of new merch or anything. We're going to look, we're going to let you get all your plugs off and just, and just a little bit. Slicks is shipping we're gonna, tomorrow. We're going to let are, it yeah, all, yeah. all get off. But Ty, because yeah. again, we're running, running on yeah. that time and we don't want to be uh, disrespectful in any way. Yeah. What you got? We got, got give us one more for the, for the crew. You got anything else? All right. You know what? I'm going to ask this question because I got to be controversial. Ask it, Ty. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Not to this yet. No, no, it's not gonna be that controversial. It's not gonna be that controversial. I, I ain't Jimmy Crockett over here. But <laughs> um, um We all about black wrestling and everything. Who's who has been the the worst? Moose. Yeah, Moose. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's Ty's man, right? You you're a really. you're a Moose fan. <laughs> yeah. But uh, not I, really. Can I? He talks right, so, talk like he talks like a, like a uh, Mike. He talked like the, that. He talked like the dude, the one ref, um, the one NFL ref to be like a fifth down. Yes. Yes. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I. That's good. I got one for you. I got one for you on the way uh, on the way out before we do some quick quick rapid fire. Um. So I'm I'm a. We were talking about obviously a fan of hip hop. I'm also a, t- a fan of sports history. Big 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 Negro League fan. Big mm-hmm. baseball fan. Um, there was a time period, obviously, um, pre Jackie Robinson that we obviously had a ton of black talent in the Negro Leagues playing on their own. Obviously, it was not the quality standard anywhere close to professional major league baseball that was the whites only. However, what we saw was um, by by the major company. You, you know, follow me with the analogy by the major companies of the world accepting black baseball players that ultimately ended the Negro Leagues. Mm. Negro Leagues lasted two or three years and they couldn't keep up because all the great black talent went to the major leagues, right? We're in this phase now where we have a lot of black talent, the most that we've ever had in the Indies with name recognition, making money, you mentioned Darius Lockhart. Shout out Darius Lockhart. We got to get you on the show. He gave me the nicest turndown that has anyone has ever given you <laughs> on a show. 
but he said may he left the door open for the future. So we guys got to keep on doing good work for Darius Lockhart. Um, yeah. But we have more talent in the Indies than we ever had. And I think the idea conventional wisdom wise is you want that independent talent to sign with either AEW impact um, or WWE. However, by doing so, it may actually has the potential, especially if they do it with exclusive contracts, which they're not doing as much now, but it has the potential of draining that and rich independent talent pool and impacting a lot of black indie talent. Where do you see, do you see that as a threat at this time? Or do you want talented indie talent to get locked up on the majors? Cause it would be cool to see a Jonathan Gresham, Brian Danielson type run. However, right by right doing, now. by I doing mean, so, what does that do to places like Terminus? Right. So what, what where do you see that? I, I think it has to be, I mean, again, if it, I think Jonathan Gresham is smart enough. I hope he's smart enough to where if he's making any type of moves, you know, he's doing well with ROH, but he, if he were to make any other type of moves anywhere else, there would be some type of benefit. You know, we saw Santana, you know, show up at the end and that got a lot of conversation. So I think it's the way it's handled, but you asked a question earlier um, and it, it's, it's kind of, related to this but just 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 hear me out. you you asked what the future was and i was thinking about the future of pro wrestling and um sh- again shout out to chris bay he tweeted a bit ago about um wanting a true black owned federation on television um i would love to see that i would love to see because you know the, the the even with the independent circuit people still get burned out. And a lot of the time, these people, they're doing, they get burned out because they're doing so many different shows. People are, I'm not taking bookings for a while because of X, Y, Z. I would love to see a place where black talent of different walks of life, different lanes in, in the black diaspora are able to be themselves because they are people that understand them and know that, hey, a Billy Dixon may not get over the same way that a Lee Moriarty or something like that. You know what I mean? But and there's not a lot of these major and minor companies don't know how to really work with the, the independence may give black pro wrestlers more leeway and give them more freedom to, to be themselves and work their gimmick the way they want. But for their future, it's more about giving them money right now, maybe even giving them consistent money. Um, we need a place where black talent can really feel seen and feel understood because as we saw with the new day when they had the right writer on the right show you're able to elevate that talent if you have people that know how to enhance it and i don't think an aw or wwe right now is giving any black talent that freedom that like not new Mm. you know Big E has been proven you know bianca is proving herself Mm. as well Mm. you i don't think you can step in either of those places right now and get to that top spot being yourself as a dope black talent. It's always something else. Yeah, the really, the, the interesting thing, you, you talked about like the Negro Leagues, but current sports, I think, is telling us where things are going to go mm-hmm. because you see these, uh, especially in the NBA, where you see these guys going where they want to go, right? So now what you do is, is you don't move, you can move to uh, certain guys get signed because that, 
that gives a, a certain uh, uh, power or, or worth to black workers in general. But what happens is when you start to see that, okay, this guy's a surefire bet. So is this guy. He can come and say, well, I, I'll, I'll come work for you, but I still want to go over here and get that, 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 that Thursday, Friday, Saturday chicken in, in the Indies. So I think where things are moving and progressing future wise is a lot of just self-empowerment by these workers is listen, um, you look at what, what, what a lot of the, um, the, the, the queer guys are doing now, the, the queer folks are making their own promotions there right. and they're doing it themselves. And so you'll see guys pop up, uh, up in the big leagues, you know, to, to kind of rock with the analogy, but they will still go home all the time. So you, you empower yourself to be able to empower the rest of your folks. You bring up a good point, but the interesting thing that, that I don't think is talked about enough um, when we talk about how a lot, everybody outside of the WWE, let's just call it what it is. And that's why they're the Yankees. That's why they're the Death Star. Everybody outside of the um, WWE, wrestling marks have this thing where it's like, oh, it's cool. Look at what the AEW is doing. They allow their talent to go here, 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 do these indies, set up these wrestling. People don't talk about the fact that that is not, that that was by financial necessity. People do have to understand AEW is not uh, and I and I love AEW as a product, but AEW that this wasn't a goodness of the heart type thing. AEW could not afford to get exclusive contracts to have these workers locked in AEW and pay them exclusively like the WWE does. Mm-hmm. So in order for them to attract them. They said, hey, look, we're going to sign you to a non-exclusive contract so you get this money and you get the indie money that you set up that you're responsible for. And, and, it's, and, and the interesting thing is that in itself and that collaborational spirit has allowed it to appear, and rightfully so, that it's like all of the indies, all of the not, it's the WWE and everyone else. And it seems like everyone else is allowed to kind of intertwine work, promotion, jump, you know, but it's interesting. That's what had to happen mm-hmm. in order for them to be a viable entity. The interesting thing I want to figure out, and um, this is a conversation for another time, gentlemen, but the, the, the interesting I, I do want to figure out is I, I heard one time and, it, and it's not hundred percent accurate, but it was people can't really work their way into like if you're a middle class person, you can't work your way into, be, into being a multimillionaire. You can't work your way into it. There's, there's other things that has to happen, but it has to be investments. It has to be these deals. It's not like you go to a job every day and then you're going to have three bills. You know what I mean? And so when we really take a look at the major players that are on TV, you got Vince, you got Ted Turner, you got Tony Khan. Think about the money that these guys, outside of Vince, that obviously came through wrestling and wrestling. But it was, you know, Ted Turner and, and Tony Khan money are a whole different instant. So it's like, I don't know if we can do what... Now, that's different. Michael Jordan, LeBron James will own a team one day. Michael Jordan was able to get enough Nike money and NBA, you know what I mean, to be in the position that he's in. I don't know if we're going to get a wrestler that's able to do a Michael Jordan type thing. They're going to need to figure out who the Tony Khan is and then do the Cody thing. Right. And the Kenny Omega thing and be like, you're the, you're, you're the purse. We, you know, we can help do this. It's very interesting. Uh, Ty, I saw the wheels started. What do you, what do you think of Ty? 
Are we forgetting that The Rock? I mean, I know The Rock forgets. I was just about to say too. that The Rock has can, can get that kind of money. Yeah, he that is true. The Rock, the Rock might be yeah. the one guy that could that could get a promotion on TV with his own money. But then again, you know, The Rock's on a lot of money. What is it, XFL or something? Rock might be broke. Rob might be broken a week, but don't forget. I mean, you, you, he would, he would be, he may be messing up some connects. I mean, you know, he's got a whole TV show with NBC. NBC owns Peacock, which is showing yeah. all the WWE. And he's, I mean, I, I would assume that his relationship with Vince would be permanently fucked if he, you know, started a rival organization that, Rose up to hey, the level in NXT or AEW. Hey, childhood friends in the con. God will, God will, and everybody lives forever because Vince is definitely defied time. But there's going to be a time where Vince isn't there anymore. No. We got to think about this, uh, gentlemen. This has been a blast. Uh, I got to ask you before we get out of here because I think y'all have had a lot of amazing segments on your podcast over the years, over the history. There is one that stands out to me, and I think it stands out to y'all because y'all put it at the top of y'all's YouTube page. If we are comparing wrestlers to hip-hop artists, are y'all still standing by John Cena is Hove? I don't exactly know who said it, but somebody said John Cena is the Hove of the world in the comparison. Then there was some other... I, give Each of you, just give me one. It doesn't have to be John Cena Hove. Just give me one. Who is your wrestler and hip-hop equivalent and then yeah. we'll get you out of here do i have a do i have a recent one we had what was we had um shit was kevin nash was the raekwon oh geez i don't know or was he the inspector what uh, let me it. go to the page stop well, it i will say this youtube.com black backslash black wrestling <laughs> um yeah. we, we we had these conversations are this is your and it's and it's not show. just hey I like this guy. I like this rapper. Nah, we we really go through the history. I'm I'm trying well, to find. They're, they're really funny. I was I, I've been a hip hop writer. I wrote hip hop for the Huffington Post. I know you had Andreas on the show, who's a hip hop mm -hmm. writer as well. Um, Andreas Hale, shout out to them. Word. Um, Piece of the and then uh, so so this is the the well, as fam was saying those those cats that grew up and still watch wrestling, a lot of them have a lot of hip hop background. Those are the ones that were reading those sources, unsigned hypes, five mic reviews. Uh, and, and the worlds are intertwined. So fam, are you still sticking by John Cena, Jay-Z? This is what, this is yours. That's yours. You own that. Yeah. 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 I made that up. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of go with who that. you got Ty. Cause you know, I already got one. I've already said it on our show and oh, it was yeah, very yeah. controversial. Oh, real quick though. Real quick. Uh, Kendrick Lamar and uh, Daniel Bryan. I like it. I see that. Uh, I can see that. Both can do everything in the game and took extensive <laughs> periods off of the game and can really come back anytime they want. I like it. I like that. I like Dr that. Drip, do you have one? I don't think I had said this. I came up with it after watching The Dark Side of the Ring, but I think Tupac and Brian Pillman kind of had some similarities. Okay. I see Good. that. Tough upbringing. I see that. They were kind of the early to mid-90s, but and gone too soon and like could they have survived and like going forward in terms of like their style and and brian pillman was injured and he was going to work a different style but maybe he would have been a big star in the attitude era like maybe tupac I mean, would have been a big star come 2000 austin i mean the, you know tupac is in mind but todd do you have one uh, uh Cal, do you have one uh i don't know i don't know let's see uh 
Danny Brown and Leo Brush because the old one has to go away. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Said Danny Brown and Leo Rush because the old oh, one okay. has to go away. That's okay. funny. <laughs> that is funny. Do I have one for the? I don't. I Cal. Mm. do you have one, mm. Cal? I. I'll give you mine while you're thinking about it. Yeah. So yeah. mine, mine was Tupac and Becky Lynch. Mm. Out of here, I see y'all later. I got taken. Yeah, I'm getting out of here after oh, that. No, it's coming out No, no, no. Mine was Tupac and Becky Lynch because, and, and, and I said it on the show. Hold on, this might be dope. No, you're not gonna like it. I keep going. Because you're not gonna like it. Because I said Becky Lynch in ring, not the best wrestler. I like that. I, I like said that. Two, I said Tupac on the mic, not the best rapper. I like that. However, like that. their personalities right. have taken this whole life of itself <laughs> that have cult-like followings that you can't say anything wrong about Becky Lynch, even though she's not a good wrestler. She's not the yeah. best wrestler. Or And Tupac. I was like, Tupac's not even in my top 10, dead alive as a as a Same. NC rapper. I love it. Same. Same. However, Same. I understand the personality that Coop Tupac's an amazing personality. So I understand that. They are not the best that. at what they're supposed but to be Lynch, doing all the time. Becky Lynch I think is the, the best personality. That, but that, but but I but she's but, not. She's not. But, but but I think she's an amazing personality. I think the and I think what she's doing now. With the Conor McGregor and the fur coats and, nah, and that she's stuff. She's Macklemore. She had one hit. Oh and shit! Right. Here we go. That. That's what I'm so are about. you? I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, yes, that's mine. That's, drip, drip is Macklemore. That's mine. That's my rapper equivalent. That's yeah. it. You act like that's, that's the first funny. time someone's ever said that to me. No, that's, that's uh, funny. <laughs> that's where I was on the Tupac Becky Lynch, and and, and when I, I like said that. it the first time, I got. No, I like it. I got I like heat it. the first time. I'll get heat this time. So no, I like, I like it. it. I just don't like the fact that you think that Becky Lynch has an amazing personality. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, Becky Lynch is you know a personality that has in, in no movies. Tupac was in a couple movies. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, no, Becky Lynch was in like the Marine Five or the Marine Six. Jeez, that don't compare. To, really that don't compare to. Uh, really uh, uh, he just I got no I love it. 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 IVV would say those are movies. I got. I got terrible. All right, That's so awful. we got we to put... Becky, Becky uh, Lynch be on movies that go straight to Tubi. <laughs> we we got to put our friends over. Uh, we got to put everybody over. Where can everybody find the Black Wrestling Podcast? Where can they join the community um, and, and be a part of everything you guys got going? Uh, damn. BlackWrestling.com is the website. At Black Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. Um, you can find the Black Wrestling Podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, li- literally wherever you can find your podcast. We should be there. Um, Shouts out to the Daily Smart. They added us to the discussions tab recently. Um, there's a lot of dope podcasts over there, too. Um, most importantly, YouTube.com slash Black Wrestling. Uh, we'll be going live tonight. We'll be going live tomorrow. Um, we, we, we drop episodes every week. Um, hopefully we get some more, you know, we're working on some other things to be coming out on the, on the, on the YouTube. We, we trying to bring more of that. We trying to level up in 2022 because, uh, we see y'all and we see y'all and we see the competition out there and, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, that I I need, that's fuel, you know, I got to eat, I got to, and and y'all's food, everybody. (laughs) We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, that's, Ty, what's our match? We got a match to take us out on? 
What's the All match? Right, yeah, we, we got a match. We got a match. We got a match. We got a match. Let's see. Uh, go and see. I think it's happened in 2014. I want to say uh, the one, two, three kid versus El Generico, aka Sami Zayn, mm. over in Japan. One of the best <sighs> matches you're gonna see. I could find that on YouTube. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. I'm and then after you watch that, watch Daylight and Charlie Clips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> battle, look, the battle, the battle, battle, battle rap situation is taking crazy. Facts. Um, Facts. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Wild on space. Want to thank you guys so much. We are going to take you out as always. Um, but before we do that, the Family Podcast Network, it's up, it's running. We are so excited to be a member of that. The newsletters are coming out. So visit thefamilypn.com, sign up for the newsletter, get everything that you can with all the shows on the Family Podcast Network. Uh, so shout out. We had our first family gathering this month. Uh, be, a, be a part of uh, what we got going on over here. We really appreciate it. Uh, and with that, Megan Hill and Hills, and t- shout out to her as well. We're going to take you out as we always do with the three count. One, two, three. We are